how his country needs him here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! Nani. Rooney! Oh, wonderful! What a goal! And what a time! In what a place! What a play! Wayne Rooney out of this world! Comes out to Essien! Oh, my goodness. What an unbelievable strength. It's pretty young back again. Push out by Bartes. Wilton! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership. And this could be the most crucial goal of all. The full-time whistle. It's glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. Alright guys, what's going on? I'm back again with the usual crew. Your Timmies, your Hammersons your pets, your Dixons. And today we're going to be running through your club's most embarrassing moments. First question we have here is from Charlie Dewars or Charlie Ndata on Twitter. And he's talking about West Ham's banter era of strikers. And, you know, usually, and we said to you, Hammerson, that um, signing poor strikers is not banter, but... (laughs) You just have to see this list. This goes above and beyond. Like your banter era is like Diego Costa, like Fernando Torres, like top, top players. Some of the biggest names in the very history of the sport. Let me, one of you each could uh, give me one of the names, just one of the names (coughs) on your mind about West Ham strikers they signed under the, is it the gold administration, whatever it's called? Yeah, yeah. I would start with Colton Cole purely because he was there not once, but twice. That alone doesn't make him embarrassing, though. Yeah, it's mm. funny, though. Like, was Henri embarrassing because he was at Arsenal twice? <laughs> All right, fair point. I know, I'm sure that Paul Pogba was really embarrassing, though. Yeah, Bale's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he, is he Pogba or... Carlson no. Cole is a, is a prime... Okay, I need to unpick this for you, Hammerson, because Carlson Cole is such a good choice, but the reason you've given is just a fact. It's not anything embarrassing. <laughs> It's just, right, he was there twice. I can't get anything. He was there twice, but still, he yeah, was right. he was bad, Cotton Cole, right? But he, he was did pop bad, up with a few goals. That bad. He just he just wasn't good enough to maintain a spot in the Premier League side for as long as he did. Um, yeah. he wasn't he wasn't a terrible striker. I think he did done right in the Championship. He was not good enough. There are, are there are a couple which are like of the, this West Ham list because I've, I've I've poured over the list myself and it's full of uh, very funny names. Are there are there oh, a couple which are which are kind of immune. Like I remember Vaz Tay being a baller for some reason. No, he wasn't too good for the Championship. Not good enough for the Premier League. Oh no, I remember him uh, in the Championship. That was it. He scored like he scored like eighteen goals or something. Yeah, he um, scored he scored the goal to get them up in the in the in the playoff final. But other than yeah. that, I mean, but he's not he's not better. Right, now here's a banter name. Simone Zaza. Now we've done you, Hammerson. (laughs) (laughs) You've ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) No one heard Um, that. (laughs) uh, I think the name that pops into my head is... I've actually got two names that pop into my head for very different reasons, right? So, like, the embarrassing merits alone, for me, it's it's Enna Valencia, right? Um, Because they, they signed him and... Based on FIFA and FIFA alone, I thought he was going to be a a the answer to all their problems. <laughs> he had like he had like ninety pace. He was really strong, and I was like, "No, nah, this guy, yeah, you know, pace and power. He's going to do it." And <laughs> did he score a goal? 
No, I, th- um, I remember he scored a really great goal against Hull City. Like, I you swear. look it up, it's so good. So there good. were yeah. There were some periods, he was a proper streaky player. I remember sometimes when he actually scored quite a few, and I thought this guy isn't a bad player. But no, no, I didn't like that, that Diafra Sacco. I uh, didn't like him. Was that his name? He was Diafra? a good player, though. Yeah. No, I've looked at his goal record here. 71 appearances, 24 goals. He never, they signed he never in for 3.5 million. That's a right. great player. That's, that's quite good. That's a great signing. That's a great <laughs> signing. Ed, could you give me a, a big name here? Because you guys have not even scratched the surface right here. <laughs> Controversially, I think the best striker they ever signed was no one following Don't Go to Bed DG. <laughs> uh, I was gonna I was gonna talk about that. <laughs> now do we know who they were who the I can't target remember who was they were in after. mind when they were talking about that? Who were they chasing? I have a feeling it was the same year as Odin Wengi outside that training ground. I remember that being a hilarious transfer window. Oh yeah. <laughs> Please can this be like someone who turned out to be Utterly amazing. Like Levin Chilean Mbappe. Hang on a minute. Speaking of Enna Valencia and FIFA strikers, do you guys even know they signed M and EK? M and EK. Uh, I don't know who that was. No idea. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I think we're gonna get into it now. I'm gonna start <laughs> rattling some names off because I think that's so funny. M and EK is hmm, an actual name, I think. They took Shamak off us. They did. For a they while. did. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I did a I did a drawing of him. So enamored was I by his like first six games in the first like in the first half of the season. He was like scoring a goal a game, and I was convinced we signed the best striker of all time. And then uh, I did. I think I was would have been in like year seven then. And then like immediately right. after completing it, he revealed himself to be the worst striker of all time. Oh my god! I'm gonna hit you with the big boys now. Jordan Hugill, eight million. No, I remember this guy. He's the guy who couldn't wait to get out of all the bubbles. That one. Oh, Um, I I only know the tweet. I don't know anything about the guy. Three appearances. I I knew he was a striker. Frankly, zero goals. (laughs) (laughs) How many million? Eight million. Good grief. We've already said Simone Zaza. <laughs> Bloody hell, so funny. What a... Did you know that West Ham signed Nikita Jelovic? I didn't know that. I literally I... didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. For I think he just signed else. every second race striker the Everton guy. To be, fair, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was at Everton. Everton. Wasn't he quite... I remember being quite good. He was all right for yep. a time. And then he and, um, he and Shane Long lined out in the new look whole city whole city front two one season where it looked like both of them were good and it i remember watching Hull a few times to watch them play together and it was horrible <laughs> did they get relegated that season i sort of presume so yeah i think like someone correct me if i'm wrong but i think it was like two or three goals between them that season <laughs> <laughs> this next one this is banter for a different reason um they signed demba bar for 720k in uh, the winter of 2011, and he got seven goals in 13 appearances. So that's like crazy good. Strategy. Actually, a brilliant sign. But <laughs> he had an active relegation release clause, 
West Ham, of course, get relegated. <laughs> and then they tried to re-insign him. Lost him on a free. So, um... <laughs> that feels distinctly West Ham. I, I remember him then obviously going to Newcastle and then obviously came to us. But I didn't know that he left West Ham for free because they got relegated. Jesus. I think West Ham... Like, <laughs> more generally speaking about West Ham, when was the last time they signed a really excellent player? Buy it. Pyatt, I, I yeah. thought I thought um Seb Haller was gonna be like great. I thought he'd be fantastic. I mean forty-five million. million. I also backed for Nows as well. Four now. He, he's yeah, he's a very like nothing player, isn't he? Yeah. He, he looks like a diminutive playmaker. Mm. And he does nothing. <laughs> Their only good recent transfer could surely only be Fabianski. I can't think of anyone else who's oh, still yeah. in their team. Oh, no, Bowen, um, Bowen, Bowen's a good signing. You mean also, Bowen, what, are you, what are you talking about? Kufal yeah, right. and Suchek. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, turned well. their fortunes around. But, but like, as, as, in, as in, like, who we heard of before they went there. Like, And it's been not just this yeah. season, like, over a few. I think, yeah, recently... Recency bias does come into it. I think if you'd yeah. asked us like two years ago, I think we'd be scratching our heads. O- Ogbon is not really bad <laughs> signing, has he? Yeah, he's, he's all right. I, I think he's all right. He's fine. Nothing yeah. doesn't set uh, the world like this. Was good. They should, have so- they should have sold the op when like he was being linked to teams for like sixty million. Yeah, mm. I, I swear he's not very good. <laughs> Oh, he, I think he's decent. I think he's all right. I think moving more generally, though, I think West Ham, we've got to talk about the owners, haven't we? The fact that, yeah, 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 yeah. that this club can ever, ever chat to me when they are run by people that make dildos, it just it's beyond, <laughs> it is beyond belief. Aren't they called the Dildo Brothers? They are indeed, yes. <laughs> One is like criminally short and wears like a Ushanka hat. Where do we even begin? Where do we even begin? Um, don't go to bed. I think that's legendary. I think that's one of the I best think we tweets of all time. Yeah. There was that, um, was it, was it David Gold who had that, like, he had that crazy story about the worst day he ever had. His wife and, stealing like, his shares. Yeah. 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 No, no. His, his wife stole his, sh- no, it was someone else stole his, his shares. His best friend same, stole his shares. His, yeah. his best friend, his best friend stole his shares on the same day that he, he saw his wife having sex with someone else in a swimming pool. <laughs> Wasn't it like his brother though? It yeah, was like I think his brother his in the swimming pool. I haven't heard this. You've not heard this. <laughs> no. It was all what? his chickens coming home to roost in one. Oh, was one, of the, one, of the, one of the dildo brothers. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible day. <laughs> even their even their stadium's quite embarrassing. I think. Oh, <laughs> Ed, I had literally Big Sam as a thing down on on my West Ham embarrassments. Just Big Sam. I just that that era where it was like Carol and Nolan and just the boys. Oh, we didn't even speak about Carol on the embarrassing strikers. Yeah, I mean, oh, he's so embarrassing, isn't he? Uh, I thought about him, but like when he when he's good, he's actually well good. I I wouldn't like people to forget that he's a very good. Yeah, I think he brings something different, doesn't he? He's good at one. He he classically (laughs) he does bring something different. He's he's a plan B off the bench, isn't he? I think it's been about. Five international competitions where I've been like Andy Carroll, Loki. You could put him on the put him on the plane. <laughs> yeah, but I have said this about so many times. We're one nil down. Bring him on the 89th <laughs> minute. Say something that, that uh, shows D- you how the standard of England strikers has, has grown. <laughs> when Diafrasako and M and E K haven't worked out, Andy Carroll <laughs> off the bench. Because there were times where I was like Charlie Austin, he'll offer something different. <laughs> 
exploding. <laughs> For a while, Jeez, I man, thought but... Ings was like that. He very well still could be. Yeah, because but before, like I will admit, before. Before he moved to Southampton, I don't think I'd ever paid attention to him at all. I just knew he was at Burnley and then f- flopped at Liverpool. And the, I, in my head, I thought he was the exact same player as Ricky Lambert. I thought they were the same guy, basically. Oh, I see. Very different players. Completely. <laughs> Ings is a very, very skillful player. Very, very far off. No, he had a really good uh, last season at Burnley, I remember. And, you know, forget lots of goals for Burnley is basically impossible so. should, should we take this <laughs> in a slightly different direction and think about strikers which haven't yet played for West Ham but should <laughs> what um, have we got has Benteke played from yet no but, no, he, but, he, no, but he, should. he should he should it's a matter of time yeah <laughs> he really should Bashuai, has Bashuai done a stint yeah there, there yet I don't even know I, he's, he's, I don't know. Is he too high profile? No, I can oh, see no, him. Don't, no, he's a, oh, I no, think he's, he's actually exactly the right mould. He's yeah. got West Ham written all over him. Yeah. Has, oh. has Hatem Ben Arthur played for West Ham? <laughs> I think he might have been on loan. Something tells me he's nah. been West Ham. I swear nah. I can see him in like, the Spobbit. Yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you imagine him, him and uh, Paya in the same team? Oh, man, that would be so <laughs> saucy. Sauce on so tap. saucy. Oh no, who is it? There's one guy who plays for, I think he plays for Monaco now. He played for Sevilla. But I, I can ben see Yedda. him playing for Ben Wissam, Yedda. Wissam Ben Yedda. Yeah. Wissam Ben Yedda, but him playing for West Ham in like two or three clubs time. Like yeah. He's gone to like, yeah. he's gone to like Dubai, come back. <laughs> gone back he's, yeah, he's coming back from like uh, Tigres in Liga MX where he scored <laughs> five goals in 28 games. <laughs> I, was, oh. <laughs> I actually fought Chicharito, but he just did go. <laughs> he was there, yeah. <laughs> he actually was there, yeah. <laughs> did that work out? Was he good there? No. He was okay. Uh, <laughs> I think he did okay. Did fine. Um, yeah, yeah, Sonogo is surely going to end up there, right? Uh, no, he's, I don't he's think even he's good enough. He's actually Is there any, anything more that needs to be said about West Ham? No, 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 no. Um, we've, missed out, we've missed out the most embarrassing moment. This is the most embarrassing moment by... Such a distance, and I think this will be the picture when we upload the podcast. And it's them losing three nil at home to Burnley, and then that old bloke walks into the middle of the pitch with the corner flag and plants it down. <laughs> that is the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen I in football. Not about that. <laughs> oh, when, wasn't that a day of yeah? Didn't like, didn't like the fan anger and the ownership really boil over that day? Boiled and over, it was like yeah. I was fearing for their lives. <laughs> and Moyes was the manager then. That's what I don't get. Yeah, why is he sitting there forlorn on the touchline? Just they're hips. such a competent team right now, and it it's kind of upsetting. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think that just about wraps it up on West Ham and their banter era of strikers. I think this will not be the last time we talk about West Ham, though. Oh. Very, very rich topic indeed. So, thank you very much, Charlie and Data. Right next up, it's Chris Rose or C Rose, nineteen ninety eight, with <clears throat> our is loading. Nottingham Forest one, Stoke four. Who knows anything about that? As as I recall, Nottingham Forest are in a pretty good position to get promoted here. Remember Chris being like, "All right, this lot can get can get playoffs." 
Oh, Jesus. Yeah, here we go. Nottingham Forest season imploded against Stoke City where, with a dramatic defeat that cost them a place in the Championship playoffs. A five-game winless run heading into the last round of fixtures left Forest needing at least a draw against the Potters to guarantee a finish in the top six. They only needed to draw. Absolute capitulation. That is terrible. And they were they were one all as well. It was it was one all, and then they conceded three in the last twenty oh. minutes. <laughs> wait, 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 hold up. So they needed of this stretch of five games going on to six games. If they had got one point, they would have guaranteed <laughs> top six. Yeah, they didn't win. Yeah, they didn't win. Oh, I didn't win. Really right right when you said four one, I thought you know one off one off bad result. That's that's not that embarrassing, but I in context, that is horrible. Because I think I, they would, I think they were disappointed to uh, to miss out on automatic because like it was coming close, and then they just. If I mean, sometimes case, you just can't stop Stoke's free flowing attacking football. So, <laughs> well, Liverpool and Gerrard's last game. <laughs> Interestingly, Stoke only had four shots on target here. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Clinical. <laughs> Clinical. Oh, oh, that just makes it even worse. Well, Chris, oh, if you're listening, I hope you are. I think we have to remove a European Cup, personally. Both of them. Does he get I given to Stoke? <laughs> Stoke, well done. Well, yeah, Stoke, did, did... Congratulations, European Cup winner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they did miss out on goal difference. Pat, I was right. Yeah, oh yeah, my God! Monsey's goal, goal difference is plus nine. Forest's is plus eight. Oh! Oh! Which oh, which Stoke Shannon. player are we are we imagining scored the uh, the crucial goal? Oh, There's a guy no. called Da Costa Joe. No, that's an own goal. That's a Forest player. Wait, oh, wait, wait, no wait. way! Wait, I'm sorry. This might be the most embarrassing. That's an own goal to put them. <laughs> an own goal in the 96 minutes. Chris, mate, thank you for that contribution. This that gets worse and worse. Oh, no, 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 oh, no. Embarrassing game. Even even <laughs> if they got plus nine, plus nine, they would have still gone out because they scored fewer. So they needed to not concede the last two. Wait, You're ruining the narrative here. This was last year. Good grief. How awful is that? Can I kind of I run you through some of the goal scorers here? Yeah, go on. <laughs> Danny Beth. <laughs> James McLean. Popped up for oh, only a goal, but an assist. A player who <laughs> simply McLean, called Gregory. I've never even heard of Gregory before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie. Dearie, dearie me. <laughs> what was oh. the first guy's name? Danny Bath. <sighs> Oh, that's a that's a player you get like when you, when you start a cruelly town career mode yeah, and like yeah. he's he's from the academy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where does Stoke finish in this season? Hang on, because if Stoke were like pushing as well, okay, like kind of... oh. yeah, yeah. I, I I said they weren't doing very well at all. <laughs> it's that send to my, for. my deepest deepest sympathies <laughs> to you there, mate. Is, this, is, is this made disgusting. slightly? Worse by the fact that Nottingham Forest at one point were like a titan of the football game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, well, Chris, thank you very much for that. That was very enlightening. Um, how embarrassing. <laughs> Alex at Unfocused Alex on Twitter says that the Charlton Bent era started probably in 2007 but continued until September last year. So, this is the number one most embarrassing moment, and we've all just watched it here. And it's it's an ad uh, advertising to rent 
What, what exactly yeah. is it advertising? I can't, it kind of got lost. I think it's just to hire out the stadium. The stadium so, or the pitch specifically? What, what so I don't... I think if for anyone listening, you might think the example they would use would be maybe a gig, you know, some sort of a sport, a sports day for a school or something like that. But they went for a, a drastically different angle. Um, if someone would like to, to describe this, because... So the cameras at the <laughs> Valley are, are following this sort of young couple as they run around and it's not quite clear where it is at the start of the advert they're just sort of running around a dark space and then like they sort of find a little a little cheeky corner open up a door and it zooms out and it's it's the pitch at the valley and then like it shows some other angles first and then it just pans to them um having intercourse in the center <laughs> circle running it they um, run into the center circle and then <laughs> and then all the lights come on and then and then there's a tagline at the end that goes, <laughs> fancy scoring at the valley. <laughs> <laughs> Come that, is quite clever. that is quite clever. I think the, the headline is exactly what you'd expect it to be, which is, Charlton Athletic sex ad shown a red card by what dog? Oh, brilliant. That is as football as it gets. Brilliant. That is, that is football reporting at its finest. Mm. And if I, could, if I could take Alex's second point, because I've done a little bit of research on this. Alex writes to us, Interim head coach Carol Frey, uh, hired with no experience, was smuggled out with Huddersfield after a 5-0 defeat to avoid the press, only to be then sacked uh, before they lost 6-0 to Hull in the very next game. So I want to look into to Carol Frey's career. And Alex was actually slightly mistaken in, in him having no experience because I'm going to read out to you the clubs that uh, Mr. Frey has managed. And I want to see if... You guys have heard of a single one of them apart from Charlton. So from 2010 to 2011, he managed KSV Sotagem. Never. Before moving for a, a three-year spell to Endrak Zele. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, okay. Before we go any further, should we try and guess what country these... these... Yeah, yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, should um, we read out the first one again? KSV Sotagem. There's no Wikipedia page on there. I I'm going for Narkesv sounds like um, Dutch. Dutch, I'm surely Dutch. Dutch. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Dutch or Belgian. Belgian, Belgian. Oh, oh, I was right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, uh, I'm very happy about that. Uh, okay, so number two was Endracht Zelle. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go guess... Belgium again. Belgium. Ah, I'm I was going to go Belgium again. That guess... sounds that sounds more Belgian. Than the first I was going to guess Dutch for that one. But no, it is it is Belgian, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm presume Belgian. these all turn out to be Belgian. This is gonna be a very boring game. <laughs> okay, number three. Number three. There's no Wikipedia page for this one, but uh Charlton Athletic. <laughs> Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> he had a spell there as assistant manager before moving to VW Hab. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it might be Hammer. Or ham, but anyway, they are. Where are they from? Germany. Germany, I'd Belgium. say. Ah, uh, ding, ding, ding! Have a have a the money. It's Belgium again. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> what a stupid so, game. That's that's what where <laughs> that's where he gets appointed back to Charlton um, for one year. He gets appointed then, back to Charlton. Yeah, so he went from assistant to VW Ham <laughs> to Charlton. It's a veritable ham sandwich in between. <laughs> <laughs> okay, after after Charlton, um, 
he <laughs> went to Lobel United. <laughs> so what? Does um, he what? Exclusively Belgian teams and Charlton Athletics. <laughs> well, let's find out. Let's find out. Lobel United is for Belgium. <laughs> Shock. Okay, you say okay. he's like at Barcelona now. Something like that. <laughs> La Masia or something. And that man grew up to be Ronald Koeman. <laughs> Um, okay, then then in 2020, he's had two different jobs, which I think probably speaks to his, his quality as a manager. So there is Rosalaire. I'm going to say Belgian. Belgian. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm going to say Dutch. I mean, I've, come on. It's Belgian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't think he was fired. The club <laughs> folded. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then oh. there's one more. There's one more, which is <laughs> Lockeren Temze. I've heard of Lockeren. Are they Belgian by any chance? They're obviously Belgian. They're, but they're Belgian, yeah. <laughs> this makes the Charlton <laughs> thing so fucking weird. Yeah, what so... level of Belgian football is that? Because I've never heard of any of those um, teams. Non league? Oh my god. Hang on. This, like, club, this club was formed in 2020 after another club went bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not the same club, it's a different one. <laughs> this guy is like a, a walking curse. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear about his Charlton. About this his is clearly his boyhood club. <laughs> <laughs> How did this. What? Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So. Charlton's owner is a guy called Roland D- Dutcher Tellet. Dutcher Belgian. Do you reckon this guy's Belgian? Hang on, hang on, hang on. It's a Belgian businessman and politician. Oh. So he's been he's been shipped over to Charlton by his mate, essentially. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like that. This is oh. incredible. That's that's very interesting. Oh my god. Carol. Carol Frey, wherever you are right now, we salute you. We hope you're listening. If anyone can get in touch with Carol Frey, we'd yeah, appreciate yeah. it. We want to hear more <laughs> about him on the show. Yeah, I want to hear if he's ever walked in on a member of his family banging his wife. <laughs> any sort of on the centre circle of the pitch in Charlton. <laughs> so Alex says, this time last year, our owners were posting rants about each other publicly on Instagram while the club's funds were being rinsed and spent on Land Rovers for the owners' mates. They got relegated at the end of the season. Um, now the owners, the owners did Carol each other. Frey get a Land Rover? <laughs> yeah, but it probably exploded. <laughs> um, like the owners, the owners beefing each other on social media. I don't know why, but all I think of is like a Tom and Jerry type relationship where <laughs> these two are just like perpetually antagonistic to each other. How does that happen? Well, if given that it's in the same tweet as the Land Rover thing, do you reckon it was sort of a a distraction? It was like a sleight of hand measure, so they could like everyone was focusing on that while they they bought a load of Land Rovers with the club's money. <laughs> and this this brings us on to the fourth point, which is uh, so in in twenty fifteen, fan favorite striker was sold on deadline and replaced with young Polish kid Peter Parsisek. Parsisek. There's definitely a joke in there. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah. He, he played for four minutes before rotting in the reserves. He was scouted by one of the owner's mates who played football manager. So was he Aww. scouted on football manager? 
Oh, Jesus. It sounds like it. It does. Well, I think like the it. only thing we can do here is see what young Peter, I will say Peter. I was, <laughs> yeah, I think it's Peter. <laughs> this man has the worst haircut I've ever seen. This is going to be very entertaining. So I'll talk to you about his senior career. Um, so he started off playing for DeGraff's Chap. Isn't that the show that Drake was on? <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> um, before, before oh, he was quite prolific there, actually. He, uh, he scored 29 goals in 52 games for the crack, presumably crack outfit. Nice, um, nice, nice. Went to Charlton, where he was there for two years. Now, his strike rate diminished a little bit because he only scored zero goals in one game. <laughs> <laughs> before, before going to St. Troyden. Oh, to be fair, I've heard of these teams. I've heard of these teams. These these Sint are Troyden. these are actual teams. Sint, okay, Sint, okay, it's okay. like Sint, isn't it? Yeah, that's a, yeah, a Belgian yeah. team. Um, and then he went. He was he was quite good there as well. Eleven goals in thirty-one games. Then he went to Randers uh, on loan before he permanently transferred back to the Graf Chap, where he had an almost identical strike rate of twenty-eight goals in fifty games. Um, then he moved to Zwoll, Zwolle? Zwolle, oh, yeah, Zwolle. Zwolle. They're, they're a natural team, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're not made up. <laughs> he actually doesn't um, sound that bad, you know. Like, no, he sounds all right. Uh, then he moved to Piast Gliweis. Now that is made up. Okay, here we um, go. And uh, now he's currently at Frosinone in Italy. Oh, Frosinone. Oh, that's, that's a team. That is, again, that's a team. He's well, he scored zero goals in zero games there, so a slightly improved strike rate compared to his yeah. uh, Charlton days. <laughs> I think Alex, if you just given Peter Party a chance, I think he could have <laughs> come up big for you here. I mean, he's six foot three. He could. He presumably had good feet for a big man, uh, uh, and he could presumably <laughs> offer something slightly different. Has <laughs> <laughs> he played for West Ham yet? <laughs> is he on the Polish plane? Is what I want to know. I'm going to have to read this out to you. This is crazy. Okay, so the first section of his career, uh, this is while he was at De Graaf's Chap. Born in Poland, Parsisek started his career with Dutch side De Graaf's Chap in 2012. In January 2014, he received attention from several teams, including Benfica, West Ham United. (laughs) (laughs) This is perfect. There we go. There oh, we go. It all yes. comes around full circle. <laughs> oh, of course, something that embarrassing. West Ham have to have to have got their grubby fingers. <laughs> <laughs> well, say say he scores a couple goals at Frosinone. Lazio snap yeah. him up for for a cool one million. He gets a couple goals. He gets maybe let's say ten in twenty eight. If you don't think sort of West Ham won't do. come calling next January? <laughs> <laughs> that is the only logical next step. The only worry I have is that he's getting on a bit. He's 30 now. Um, oh, what? Time at West Ham. But no, being that's, so... T- that's prime time for West Ham. Yeah, it is. Being, being so tall, I imagine he's probably more about... You know, he's, he's probably not the quickest player anyway. No. I'm sure he's not going to diminish much over, over time. Yeah, you, you don't lose your height as you get old. <laughs> <laughs> he could age well, not- like a fine wine, you know? Yeah, yeah. A fine Polish he... wine. <laughs> How was he doing at uh, Frozen Dunny? Uh well, yeah, he's he's not scored or played. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did he only Peter, just move? You, mate. Um, oh. Yeah, he he moved. Well, he moved. To be fair, I thought it was still twenty twenty. He moved in twenty twenty, so he's been there for like 
a year. <laughs> oh no! If anyone could get in touch with Peter Partyzak, um, yeah, <laughs> get get him and Carl Fry on well. the show at once. Okay, I think that just about wraps up our coverage of Charlton. There, that actually, I don't know. I think we got a lot of out of that there. Yeah, I was thinking Charlton. I don't know anything about Charlton, and then wow, wow. <laughs> Pat going deep down the Charlton rabbit holes there. Oh, well, I think I think being able to tie it to West Ham is is a gold mine. Yeah, full circle. Well, one of the the main conclusions we can draw is that ultimately West Ham are the Banter Club. They are the Banter Club <laughs> we all strive to be. You know, I, I've spoken at some length about Tottenham, and I I just don't think we can compete with that. You know, no, <laughs> they're well, in a league think, of their I think, own. I think I I used to I used to find some of their fans quite entitled, but. I think the amount of misery they've gone through, like they're not a yo-yo club anymore, but they definitely were for a time. There was more. De- yeah. What's more depressing than a yo-yo? Because yo-yo is quite fun, you know. Like a, <laughs> a yo-yo without the string, just a circle, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a wooden circle. <laughs> okay, guys, I think that's it for today. Just say goodbye, everyone. In that, all in one go. The whole massive mess. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's actually. I think that was funny. Um, so I'll what, like, a, like a prim- like a primary school assembly. So, okay. <laughs> Three, two, one. Bye. 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 <laughs> this is this is shit. And don't forget, guys, if you did enjoy the podcast, please follow it on Spotify, rate it on Apple Podcasts, share it with your friends, and most importantly, if you fancy scoring at the Valley in May, contact the sales team now to book the pitch for your team.